Hey, what's up? This is Ava. And this is Vanilla. And this is the tea with A and B. Tea, tea with A and B. <laughs> I think we should have a jingle for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> I'm like a nervous, like, okay. <laughs> Yes, but that would be fun. I feel like it kind of would be fun. I've last year, I don't know if you know this, but at the summer camp that I went to, I wrote a rap from like Kanye's two words. <laughs> so who knows? Okay, all right. all right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Another one. There we go. All right, welcome back. This is episode three of season two. And I'm doing pretty good, as you can hear. And V, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, I'm okay. I am. Oh, okay. So today, this morning, I went to the gym. I have been really struggling. Finally. No, I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna call you out earlier this week because I was not getting the (laughs) notifications that I typically get on my watch. I was seeing you go for walks and I'm like, okay, walks are cute. But you are someone who has a gym routine. And I was kind of starting to notice that you were like, yeah, not. It's still not existent. I'm still figuring that out. I don't know why. I went to, I, I went and then I walked again on the treadmill. But I'm doing incline walks, so it's still not okay. just a plain walk. It's like a you know, it's like the twelve three thirty vibe that oh. people keep talking about. Where it's an incline of twelve. Okay. And then a speed of three for thirty minutes. Um and it's honestly like I get a good sweat. Yeah. So I'm not upset at all. I just, I don't know why my strength training has just not been finding its groove. Anyways, I did that. I also was in a rush, so it worked out perfectly. I did that and I was on my way back. I've also developed a really bad habit where as soon as I come back from the gym, I have been rewarding myself with, with Starbucks. I knew that's, that. I knew yeah. that. Was, I've been noticing <laughs> that on your stories. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've been, that's how I've been incentivizing myself to go because it's near the Starbucks. So I'm like, okay, well, I can at least walk back and grab myself Starbucks for the day. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'll break this habit when I need to. For now, I'm just going to go with it because it's helping me get back into this other habit. Um, <laughs> so I'm habit stacking. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So I was on my way to Starbucks, which is right next to the CVS where I live. And this guy walked up to me and he asked for um, money. And I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have any cash, which was true. I, I don't carry my wallet when I go to the gym just because just to be safe. I don't know. I don't don't need need it. it. You're going to the gym. You already paid for your monthly membership. Exactly. I just had my phone. But then he was like, can you buy me some food in the CVS? So I was like, oh, food. And then he was like, yeah. And then I was just like, okay, yeah. And so I walked in and he um, brought a bunch of stuff from the frozen food section and and like candy and, and drinks. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have like that much of a budget. And then he was just like, it's just this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the cash register. And, of course, the lady looked at me and was just like, okay. Like, gave me, the, like, a little concerned of a look. And I was like, it's fine. And then I just told him, like, okay, I only have $30. I can't pay for more than that. Whoa! So, um, Can you take me to the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had, so he had like, $70 worth of stuff. And I felt bad being like, I can only give you, like, five of these. Because it was, like, bread, like, cheese and turkey slices and I was just like well clearly this man just wants a sandwich and then also some frozen foods and then but I don't know I was just like oh that's the first thing that came in my head I was like you so you got a microwave (laughs) (laughs) that's okay so this is what I wanted to talk to you about because in these moments right we go through a very I go through multiple 
thought processes in my head mm-hmm. the first instinct was damn it i got cornered and the second instinct was oh my god this man just needs food i spend that much money on makeup like all the time mm-hmm. it's really fine um the third instinct was is this man actually homeless or is he conning me because I, and I was trying to size him up based on what he was wearing, which I also real I know is problematic, but that mm-hmm. was my instinctual thought. Yeah. And I'm just trying to be honest. Yeah. Um, and so, of it. course, yeah. that was the third thought. And then the fourth thought was, who cares? It doesn't matter. Just he needs food. I'm just going to pay for his food and go. Yeah. And the fourth and the fifth thought was, oh, my God, I'm also scared because if I don't say yes, what if he attacks or retaliates? Because he seemed almost annoyed when I said I don't have any cash. And he was just, no, 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 I just want food. And so I was like, OK. Um, he also seemed like he had some sort of speech impediment. So I don't know. I just didn't want to argue. And then the fifth thought was or that's what however many thoughts we're into <laughs> right now. I was, basically, I was having a very difficult time. I was having a series of thoughts. And then finally, I I paid and part of me was very begrudgingly accepting the fact that I just spent $30 mm-hmm. when I wasn't planning to spend more than five on my Starbucks coffee mm. for the morning and it for the whole day. And so then I was just like a little annoyed, but then I was like, okay, maybe he needs the food. And then we walked out and he just kind of like left. He didn't like acknowledge or anything, which again, part of me is like, I don't care. I shouldn't care. Whatever. This is my Mm -hmm. food. It's fine. And the other part of me was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I just paid for your food. (laughs) The least you could say is thank you. Um, And I don't know. I was feeling all types of moods and emotions in the moment and then another lady was there near the subway station which is again right by the starbucks and she also was asking and i literally didn't even look at her i gave her like barely a glance and i said i'm sorry i can't and then i walked away Mm -hmm. and i walked into the starbucks and i got myself a starbucks drink and then i walked out and then i ignored her again and i walked away and i felt extremely crappy Mm -hmm. walking back to my apartment because i was like I just feel like this bougie person with her headphones on and her nice jacket walking into Starbucks, grabbing a drink, basically giving not a second glance to this woman after I just gave the guy that I'm pretty sure she saw me give like groceries to. And so I felt even worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was just like, what? What a not so great way to start the morning. And I was going through how I was reminding myself of all of our conversations about how, you know, we have multiple versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. and we are allowed to give ourselves grace. We're allowed to be both compassionate and empathetic and also frustrated and selfish Mm -hmm. in moments. And those parts of me can coexist, but nothing helped. And I was still feeling really bad. So I don't know. I was just like, maybe Ada will have some solutions on (laughs) or maybe she can just validate me because I was like, I just need some affirmation. That I'm not alone when it comes to these types of experiences because I felt very crappy, but yeah. I also felt very taken advantage of yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And I, and then I was just like, okay, it's fine. At the end of the day, my entire day is fine. You know, like mm-hmm. nothing really stopped me from doing what I wanted to do, getting the, all the tasks I needed to do in the morning. I still got to go to the gym. Like nothing changed, mm-hmm. but my mindset had definitely been shaken up because of this experience. And it's also part of the reasons why I get really nervous about living in the city because I know I have to confront this version of me all the time. And part of me just wants to avoid it altogether and I just want to leave. And I just keep saying, oh, this is why I want to leave the city. Like, it's just too much for me. It's too overwhelming. And to be honest, it's probably because I also hate confronting these ugly sides of me Mm -hmm. where I am going to be constantly going back and forth about whether or not I want to, like, 
how I view people who are homeless and knowing everything I know, but also dealing with the reality that I also get either scared or angry or frustrated by these experiences. So that's where I'm at. And that was my morning. (laughs) Yeah. I just first I want to say that those are not ugly versions of you. I think it's important to embrace those different parts of you because you have a reason for all of those thoughts that came in to your mind. It's like the post that we just um, put on Instagram where it says, like, my mind comes mm-hmm. up with these different thoughts and, like, whose side are you on anyways or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why when I saw the post, I was like, oh, my God, this is way too relatable. Right <laughs> yeah. And I think that our mind is trying to really help and guide us as we go throughout our day. Mm-hmm. And so it comes up with these assumptions and I think the reason why it goes that way is because of the things that we've the stories that we've heard the things that we've seen or even experienced firsthand that's why Mm -hmm. those narratives or those questions and assumptions are there so like let's thank our mind for being able to think that fastly and not shame it or say like you're ugly it is doing its job so that's I think the the most important thing and I think that that comes from hearing you say what you were saying I think it's only natural for me to put myself in your position and be like, oh, crap, what would I do? Like, as much as I want to joke and be mm-hmm. like, okay, can you take me to the grocery store then? Because if you got 30 <laughs> bucks then, you know, but the reality is, uh-huh. like, I would feel the exact same way as you mm-hmm. felt. And uh, no lie, that's why when I was staying at your place, I didn't leave. Like, I just, if I left somewhere, I got an Uber or, or a Lyft yeah. because I don't want to encounter those things because I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, I got boundaries. Yeah. I think for you... It goes back to what are some of those values and those maybe boundaries that maybe you need to explore. The value is that one, you want to see humanity for humanity. And I think that's the part that like, I want to, I want to like, totally, I don't want to ignore you. And that's why it felt so bad that when it came to the second girl, you were like, I'm not even going to look at you, but then Mm -hmm. I feel so crappy. (laughs) And then you're like, well, you probably saw me feed this other man. And it's because I think that you and I have had enough conversations to understand that deep down inside you and I we really have this deep desire to put humanity first. Like, it is not pretty, but, like, we want to recognize people for who they are and not for what they do or what they don't do. We want to have that safe space, you know, for others. Exactly. And so I think that that's a very real narrative. But then the Mm -hmm. other one is safety. And so then the question becomes, what is a way I can acknowledge them while meeting my need for safety? Mm Mm-hmm. And so when you meet this person, if you could just like right now figure out a way, like whenever I see somebody who wants money, what am I going to say to them? Or what am I going to do? What is like prepare for that so that when you get into that position again, you have a response and you're not caught off guard. Yeah. And then even if you don't respond the way you wanted to respond, then we can deal with that and we can have a conversation. Okay, what made this time feel like you couldn't say what you wanted to say? And that way you can get a bigger Mm -hmm. idea of like, okay, what really is the issue? Is it the fact that like I didn't have the money? Is it the fact that he spent this much money? Like what does it really come down to? Mm -hmm. So for me, because of certain experiences I had while living in Brazil, I set up new boundaries for myself while living in New York City to practice feeling safe. I would call my mom or a friend, listen to music that calmed me, but only use one earbud, shared my location. You know, when I first moved to New York, I didn't have these boundaries in place. Yeah. I didn't know I needed them until one night I was walking home. It was really late. 
And this fear came over me. And all of a sudden, I just started hyperventilating and getting really nervous. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to live my life like this. So you have to pick and choose what feels right for you and what feels natural. Because my solution isn't going to be your solution. Mine is different because of my past experiences. But no need to say that those parts of you are ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a really good point. And the other thing is, though, like, at the end of the day, so much of how I create my boundaries or how I choose to, like, mm-hmm. navigate these spaces is very dependent on what other people have experienced more than myself. I think I live yeah. in the space of prevention and fear more than anything. So I'm always thinking about all the ways that I could be doing what I can be doing to make sure that I'm safe and sound and um, taken care of. So I'll hear about other people's stories and I'll be like, oh, how do I do the maximum on my end to avoid scenarios like that for myself, even though I've personally Mm -hmm. never had that experience myself or anything remotely related to those types of experiences myself. And so I approach everything from a space of fear. And then there's a side of me that I think contradicts that where it's like, but you've literally never experienced that. So why do you Mm -hmm. always assume the worst when I'm also simultaneously trying to assume the best in people, which is so frustrating at times because I think this is I think it's interesting to think about it in the context of boundaries I'm only Mm -hmm. now saying that these are boundaries that I have but before I'd be like I just don't do that but it's nice to think about it in the context of boundaries because now it feels like I'm setting almost guidelines for myself so that it doesn't feel so bad like it doesn't feel like as guilty when I think about it in the context of this is just my boundary I don't like to look at people who are trying to make eye contact with me on the street Because for me, that's a boundary I've put in place in order to take care of my own safety. Mm -hmm. Because I have been able to grow up in much smaller, more low-key towns. You know, like safety has always been um, a value of my mom's who has drilled it into me since I was young. And I've always exercised that to the max when I can. Mm -hmm. So I think... um, yeah, a boundary that I put in place is that after a certain hour, I just don't use the train, mm-hmm. especially if I'm alone. Yeah, Barely so when I'm with people, no matter how expensive the Uber is or the taxi, I will find a way to get um, home without having to use public transport because of that's just a boundary I have in place. Yeah. Wow. It feels nice considering it mm-hmm. as a boundary and not as just like straight, oh, I just don't know. For some reason, this feels safer. It's empowering, isn't it? Oh, at least that's how yeah. I feel. I feel very like empowered, like okay, this is not to hurt anybody else. This is not to offend anyone. This is just something that I have to do for me so that I can maintain my level Mm -hmm. of peace, my level of joy, and so that I can show up not only for myself but for those around me. So, I mean, that's a very real – like taking the Lyft and Uber to work when I'm there in the city is a must for me. Yeah, almost like it's kind of like a a strategy to meet your need of safety exactly I don't even have to think about it anymore it's a no-brainer and I love that I love that feeling because it's just like I no longer have to waste mind space thinking about this am I making the Mm -hmm. right choice am I not I'm just like oh it's an easy exactly I feel like it's so nice to think about life as just a series of boundaries or like ways to meet these needs at the end of the day because then it also helps me feel less focused on what other people might be thinking about my decision making or about how judging maybe people are around me because I know Mm -hmm. people would definitely judge some people definitely judge more than others whenever I say like oh after a certain hour I'm not going to be taking the train anymore like sorry not sorry yeah 
And I used to feel very guilty about it. And I used to feel ashamed. And then I'd have to talk Mm -hmm. to my mom and she'd be like, I'd much rather you be doing this and guaranteeing a higher likelihood of safety than um, risking your life for some money. And like they would... They would. They were just like, if you're gonna spend our money, like we'd much rather it be on like your health and well-being than it on anything else. And I was just like, I'm gonna take that and roll with it because yeah. if this is what I need to do to take care of myself, then so be it. And I'm lucky enough that I can think that way for this specific context. And but I, it also made me start thinking about even how we show up on social media again mm-hmm. and how we choose to set what it would be like to set boundaries for ourselves. Or what it looks like currently and how we set boundaries for ourselves when we're engaging with people on social media. Like yeah. I've started to notice that um, I've had conversations with friends who, you know, like comment about how certain people. It's so interesting that they'll be like video recording themselves crying to showcase a reality of their experiences. Yeah. That, um, they're I can't wait be. till we get there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I think I have been very intentional with putting boundaries around how I show my emotions on camera or even in these podcasts like I'm very much only describing events that I've already partially reflected on because I think Mm -hmm. I am unwilling to open up for the sake of meeting my need of privacy when I'm processing what I'm going through I think I've been putting in boundaries that I don't want everyone to be able to enter the space of my vulnerability I think we've talked about this even last episode like I want it to be for me to process and navigate on my Mm -hmm. own with a little bit of support here and there and then when I feel like I've done enough of that work on my own it's easier to reflect without fearing what other people's thoughts or perspectives are on the issue and so whenever people do bring up different points or make comment in a criticizing way I feel like it'd be a lot easier to navigate with like grace and compassion Mm -hmm. and understanding of like oh you might be coming from this perspective rather than judgment and blame and fearing that you are just mocking me or you don't know what you're talking about or you clearly haven't been in my position you know and like um Mm -hmm. just criticizing them back (laughs) so or getting defensive oh yeah defensiveness exactly yeah and I was just thinking about it even in terms of how I like on my glow and grow the way that I post is always in terms of the aftermath of when I'm having bad moods or bad moments. I don't usually say like, oh, I'm in such a bad mood right now and um, I don't want to get myself to the gym. I'll post myself at the gym and being like, it's been really difficult to get here and I'm proud of myself for doing Mm so because that account for me is all about showcasing growth and the journey of growing. And of course it comes with downs and ups, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean I have to showcase the downs. I can also share how I've been navigating those downs in a more reflective manner and with more intention because I think that's how I show up the best and um, I'd rather my feed be much more around the positivity mm-hmm. that I'm manifesting for myself when it comes to those moments rather than like the moments where I'm just yeah. at a down and I have nothing to really offer or no value to provide by sharing those moments and maybe mm-hmm. for some people sharing those moments is showcasing relatability like that is the value they're providing I don't think that I need to show that I'm sad for people to know that I get sad at times or that um, I go through my waves of emotions. I don't need to show 
the moments where I'm so angry on my computer screen for freezing on me that I'm going to punch <laughs> it in the face or like yelling at the fly that's in my room and won't leave <laughs> and just cursing it out and being like, why the hell are you still here? <laughs> like, because I'm too afraid to swat it on my and kill it. Um, I don't have to always feature all of those elements for people to know that they still exist within me because yeah. I'm always talking about it in the aftermath and I'm always sharing like, oh, this happened and I got really frustrated it's just funny because, you know, like when in writing, we're mm-hmm. always talking about showing versus telling. That's the best way to get a point across and to get your readers enamored and um, wrapped into your story and how you storytell is all about all of those nuances. But I still think that I prefer mm-hmm. more memoir style writing and I'm seeing how it <laughs> shows up in my reality, too, because I just love yeah. the idea of reflection much more than I do the actual space of like the action itself. But yeah, I really just... I'm now thinking about how all of this Mm -hmm. is just because I'm setting boundaries for myself. I've been setting boundaries for myself and I didn't even realize it um, until we've been having these conversations. So it's nice. I feel lighter. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason why I'm doing the things the way I am, even though I wasn't it wasn't very clear to me exactly what my intention was. I just felt like for me, this is the best way of showing showing up. And now it's starting to hit that I'm getting these needs of privacy Mm -hmm. and safety and security met by showing up in certain ways rather than throwing out all of my openness all at once i like it i'm like trying to think of that saying that we have you go from chaos to clarity through conversation and i think that's kind of what this conversation was about making those realizations making Mm -hmm. the connections between the actions that we are doing in life and actually realizing that those are boundaries that we have and by doing this we're getting to know ourselves we're getting to know Um, what's important to us our needs our values and so this was a really good episode to to just compliment where we left off last week and so I definitely agree I think this was a solid way to rediscuss and redefine some of the stuff that we talked about last week so yeah yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) tune in next Friday for episode four please if you enjoyed this give us a rating a comment and make sure to follow us on all of your social media platforms Mm -hmm. don't forget to hit that notification so you do not miss an episode yep um and yeah see you next week yes (laughs) or i guess check in with you next week um a and b out we out the tea with a and v is a production of okoyo consulting an alternative dispute resolution consulting firm that provides a unique experience of healing Our goal is to equip others with the strategies and skills to find their purpose, gain clarity about who they are, and improve their relationships. We're encouraging a generation that embraces self-reflection and healing as a part of the human experience. For more information on who we are and what we do, find us at www.akoyoconsulting.com. That's www.akouoconsulting.com.